confidence becomes her. A woman that embodies the true essence of her being. On this journey, she discovers who she is and what she carries, her value, her worth, her uniqueness to which no one can strip her of. Confidence becomes her. She's ever evolving, ever growing into her greatness. She is multifaceted. With each new chapter of her life comes the reveal of something spectacular. Another level of her giftings like a present being unwrapped. She's like a treasure box, a never-ending supply of hidden treasures, gems and jewels that surface as she walks through every trial and circumstance life throws her way. She is resilient a world changer. She's a masterpiece, a work of art, one of a kind. Confidence becomes her. Welcome to the Confidence Becomes Her podcast, where our mission is to help you upgrade your confidence, embrace your uniqueness, and step into your greatness. I am Marlene Abaugh from MarleneAbaugh.com, and this is season four episode 26. And this season is all about purpose conversations with my sisters, you know, hearing all about their purpose journey, really what it's been like to discover and pursue their purpose thus far. If this is your first time joining us, I want to give you a big old welcome. Thanks so much uh, for being a part of today's episode. Be sure to check out seasons one, two, and three, especially if you're all about making self-development and self-improvement a lifestyle. So this week's conversation is with my beautiful sister, V. Mawoyo, all the way from Canada. Her mission is to help women live the full and free life they've been promised. She helps them pinpoint what they believe, their core values, their identity, and that every aspect of their life lines up with that. V also finds great joy in sharing insights she's gained from being a wife, a mom, an associate pastor, a family physician, and her life in general, all backed by the Word of God. She's living the complete life, living as her truest self, confident in who she is and who she is, and wants to help women do the exact same thing. You know, what I love about this conversation we had is that V came at this topic of purpose from a whole different angle as she reveals what our ultimate purpose in life is. She brought such fresh revelations and she dropped several mics along the way, okay? (laughs) She's like a silent bomb that you don't even see coming. We also had a little bonus conversation near the end, so you definitely want to stick this one out, okay? Listen in. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to the Confidence Becomes Her podcast. V, how are you today? I'm doing good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm so excited about this conversation that we are about to have. I know it's going to be a spectacular one. (laughs) Amen. You know, I was telling you earlier that you are the newest addition to Mm. my sister circle. I know that uh, social media gets a bad rap sometimes, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) but (laughs) there are some great things that happen 
um, mm-hmm. you know, through social media, our connection is definitely one of them. We got to connect yes. recently oh, yeah. through social media. And I'm so happy to have you as a part mm-hmm. of my sister circle. Now we have a lot in common. So yes, yes, I'm it's excited. Uncanny, uncanny how much we have in common. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm sure we probably have a lot more. Mm-hmm. In common, what we're going to get to uh, find out through this this conversation here. So this season, season four, I'm interviewing my sisters because I am so curious about their experience regarding mm-hmm. discovering and pursuing their purpose. Because, you know, I think we we've all been created with that longing and that desire to want to fulfill mm-hmm. our purpose. So so we, we've been pre-wired with that desire and it it, it calls to us, right? Mm-hmm. It, it calls to us and it can be a challenge um, when it comes to trying to, to figure it all out. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, um, part of, my story really quick is that it, it it was it was quite a journey. I remember uh, my late teens into my early twenties. I was on a real hot pursuit <laughs> to <laughs> figure it out because you know I, I felt I felt that longing like okay I need to know why I am here. What mm-hmm. is my purpose. And, you know, there would be times where I thought I figured it out. And then a couple of weeks later, the void or that, you know, that feeling is back, like, okay, something's missing. Mm-hmm. And um, it was discouraging, you know, to be um, very honest. But as time went on, God began to reveal things to me, you know, nice. I, mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much I was trying to fit in. Uh, so that was problem number one. I was not created right. <laughs> to fit in, you know, we're each uh, one of a kind, masterpiece. Oh, yeah. And then it was the element of um, dealing with low self-confidence and low self-esteem. Mm. So I was mm-hmm. plagued throughout my life from a little girl into adulthood with low self-confidence and low self-esteem. So you know, he guided me towards working on that. I like to say once I upgraded my Mm self-confidence and self-esteem, purpose began to reveal itself. So that that's like really the 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 short end of um, my purpose journey. So I'm curious Mm -hmm. if any part of that resonates with you or, you know, was like your part of your journey. So I'm going mm-hmm. to turn it over to you and yeah. let us know how it's been for you, all about your purpose journey, what it's been like discovering and pursuing your purpose. Yeah, no, for sure. Like I can totally relate to having low self-confidence, low self-esteem. You know, I am not ashamed to always let people know, um, I was poor growing up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like I was raised by my mom. Mm -hmm. Um, My father had left us when I was, what, 11, 12? Um, That must have been tough. 
Yeah, it was. And honestly, that's where I, I, if I reflect, that's where all my self-confidence and self-esteem issues really began Mm, was after he left Mm. and just being like, you know, why am I not good enough? Why Mm -hmm. am I and my siblings and my mom, why are we not good enough for Mm -hmm. him to stay? And Mm -hmm. so growing up, I always... I, I can see it actually like just reflecting. I always tried to be the best so that I could be good enough mm-hmm. and not realizing that nothing that I can do makes me enough. There's, mm-hmm. there's nothing I'm already enough. Oh, um, that's good. And I'll definitely get into that. But like that, like honestly, that 12 year old self is where it all began. And when I was 13, well, when I was, it was my 13th birthday and my mom, she had just uh, newly given her life to Christ. So it's a couple months uh, later um, where, sorry, we had started going to this new church mm-hmm. and she was like, Hey, do you want to give your life to Christ? And at 13 years old, I had no idea what that really meant. But I was like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever that means, okay. And I remember standing in my living room with a bunch of people from our church. I didn't really know them. Like, we just started going to this church. And they all had their hands on me. So that's weird, number one. Like, laying mm-hmm. their hands on my head and my shoulder. Right. And I'm like, I don't know you like that. But Okay. So they're praying for me, praying for me. And I just get this sense of like, I hear an audible voice and it says, I will be your dad. I will be your father. Wow. I will take care of you. I have good plans for you. Mm. I have plans for you to give you that are good, that give you a future and a hope. And that's from Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm. And I remember hearing that. And like now, obviously, I know that was God telling me he's going to be my father. Mm -hmm. But I remember hearing that and being like, okay, I don't know exactly what my purpose is or what I'm going to be doing here on earth. But I know that there is a purpose for me, that there there is a future. There are someone has good plans for me Mm -hmm. and I'm going to trust this God Mm -hmm. and just trust that I'm going to fulfill purpose one day. Wow! And so that's kind of how it started in terms of realizing I have a purpose because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the time there's like two camps of people. There are people who don't believe they have a purpose and they're just living life and just doing whatever. And then there are the other camp of people who believe they do have a purpose And then within those people who believe they do have a purpose, now it's like, okay, what is that purpose? And Mm -hmm. for me, it's actually not until 2019 when I was like six months postpartum with my son Mm -hmm. that I realized what my purpose is. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I had, I thought my purpose was to be a doctor. That's what I thought my purpose was. And so I spent all of my high school and university days being like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. You know, I almost gave up on that as well. <laughs> like in my wow. second year of university, I was like, this is too hard. God, you made a mistake in telling me to do this. Like, <laughs> nope, I ain't about to do this. It's too much work. 
And it took um, some divine intervention, but it was like, okay, no, you're going to keep doing this. So when I eventually got into med school, I was like, okay, yes, I'm walking in my purpose. I'm doing it. But like, honestly, going through that, I was miserable. Mm. Like I was miserable in med school. And mm. I always remembered one one of the Bible verses um, in Proverbs. It says the blessing of the Lord makes rich and it adds no sorrow. No sorrow. No sorrow. And God is good. And his plans for me are good, which means there would be no sorrow. Mm. Getting into med school was a blessing. It was a miracle that I got in, honestly, especially if you compare it to standards of people who are getting in today. I'm like, that was all God. But I was like, why am I so miserable? Like, I mean, mental breakdowns, like, wow, like anxiety, depressed mood, just like sad all the time. I was like, is it because at the time I was living apart from my now husband because we were um, married during my med school and uh-huh. um, we had to be apart because I was in a different province. Um, I'm from Canada, so different province. Mm-hmm. But then when I transferred back and finished my med school in the same city, so we were together for the last year of my med school, I was still miserable. Mm-hmm. And then I graduated med school And I was like, oh, well, maybe now that I'm done med school and I'm in residency now, I'm not going to be miserable. But I was still miserable. And then in that six months postpartum, I'm not in medicine anymore. I'm I'm on my maternity leave. And I'm still miserable thinking about medicine. And I was like, okay, no, hold up. Like, my purpose shouldn't make me miserable. And I was thinking to myself, have I got my purpose wrong? Because mm. I was like, okay, well, if it's not medicine, maybe my purpose is to be a mom. You know, maybe God created me to be a mother to my son and any other children that come. But months into maternity leave, I was still miserable. <laughs> like, Again, breaking down mental health wise, just being like, nope, like this is still terrible. And I remember it was June 2019. I cried out and I was like, God, you said you have a good future for me. You said you have plans for me to give me a future and a hope. And all this, this purpose of medicine, it doesn't seem like that is it. This purpose of being mom, it doesn't seem like that is it. This purpose of being super involved in my church and doing this, it doesn't seem like that's it. Like, what's up? I was so angry. I was like, what is going on? Why do I feel so purposeless? Mm. Like, I don't feel like I have a purpose, God. Mm. And I know you've given me one. And it was in that moment where he told me, You've gotten it wrong with your purpose. Medicine, being a mom, being a wife, being involved in your church, being a mentor to people, all these different things that you do, those are the good works that I've given you to help Mm. you fulfill your purpose. Wow. Say that one again. Mm -hmm. So medicine, all these roles that I had all these relationships, all these experiences, everything that I possessed, that I was trying to make my purpose. God was like, 
those aren't your purpose. Those are the good works that I have given you to fulfill your purpose. And it actually hit home with me. It was like three weeks ago, actually, in Ephesians 2.10, where it says that we were created, we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works that we should walk in them. And I was like, oh, my goodness. All these things in my life, these are the good works that Ephesians 2.10 is saying. I believe it's Um, Mm 2.10. These are the good works, but these aren't my purpose. And I realized for me, what God was telling me is my purpose is I was created first and foremost to glorify him. Mm -hmm. That's my purpose. Mm -hmm. And then everything else is how I fulfill that purpose. So my job, I should be glorifying him in my job. Being a mom, it should all turn around to glorify him. Being a wife, I should be glorifying him in that. In my relationships, in how I talk, in how I think, in how I dress, in everything I do, all the good works, all the blessings that he's given me, they should all be working towards this one purpose of glorifying him. That's what he told wow. me. Wow. I love and I was that. like, okay, no wonder I felt purposeless because I was taking the blessings that he gave me and making them my purpose and pursuing them instead of pursuing the blesser, Ooh. the one who blessed me. Because mm. when when I think about it too, I think about, man, I'm, I'm just spiritual. So sorry, anybody listening. Who's like, why is she why is she quoting the Bible? Like, this is how I found my purpose, man. It was through God. It was through Jesus. Yes. <laughs> um, but there was another there's another verse that has stuck with me on Matthew 6, 33, where it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And it's like a lot of the time people are running around trying to find their purpose and making a goal their purpose, Mm. making a job, their purpose, making a relationship, their purpose, making the things they do, their purpose. But what happens when you don't like the job anymore? Does that mean you got your purpose wrong? Mm. What happens if the relationship falls apart? Does that mean you got your purpose wrong? What happens when you accomplish the goal? Now you don't have a purpose because you finished the goal. And a purpose is something you do for a lifetime. It's it's life, lifelong. And so when God was showing me that, he was, he was really showing me, you know, you have to seek me. Your purpose is to seek me. Your purpose is to glorify me. And however I want you to do that through these jobs, responsibilities, these goals that I instill in you, that, that is those things are not your purpose, me. And glorifying me and worshiping me is your purpose. And so once I realized that back um, two years ago now, my life has just, whew, it has taken a turn. I have, I have not had a mental breakdown since. Wow. I have like 
my job is tough. Being a doctor is no joke, especially in this pandemic. The last mm -hmm. little bits of residency training to get to where I am now as a physician were hard. Mm -hmm. And yet through it all, I was like, I know I'm in my purpose. I know that I am fulfilling what God has for me. And I had so much joy, yes. so much peace so much love for other people. I didn't feel burnt out because man, before I figured that out, I was burnt out. I kept getting burned out so easily. Like my whole life changed in that my moment goodness. in 2019. So wow. that's kind of a little bit about how I discovered my purpose. And uh, yeah. Wow. I, I just want you to know you dropped several <laughs> mics over there okay <laughs> over there in Canada you just dropped several oh, mics man. wow oh, I I, I don't good. even know where to begin oh, <laughs> it, was, it was so all so good oh, mm -hmm. thank you, you know God is good mm -hmm. I've never heard this perspective um of mm -hmm. it I think it's so it's so rich um, so this is like jam packed with tons of revelation. One mm -hmm. one of the the first things I want to point out is you said that you were miserable. Mm -hmm. So for our listeners out there, if you feel that you have discovered your purpose and you're miserable, our mm -hmm. sister V over here, just let mm -hmm. us know. If you're miserable, that's a sign that that is not it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that mm -hmm. is not it. Um, right. Your purpose, when you're in it, like you're you're gonna know because you you use some words. It's it's gonna be enjoyable, mm -hmm. right? It, it you're going to enjoy it. There's gonna be uh, a peace and a love. Yes. And, there's there's going to be that um you're going to be energized because mm -hmm. again you you were you were pre-wired for this thing you know and so mm -hmm. you're, you're gonna know and if you're miserable again that's a sign that that is not it but I, I love this perspective that he revealed to you that your purpose is uh to glorify him you were mm -hmm. created to glorify him. Um, mm -hmm. What I what I love about this is the the gifts and the talents and the abilities and the, the characteristics, like how he made us, how he formed us, how he yep. pre-wired us. When mm -hmm. we do those things, that's exactly what we're doing. We are glorifying exactly him. exactly you know it's like mm -hmm. how what keeps coming to mind like the fishes they were created to swim mm -hmm. you know and so when they swim again they they're, they were created to do that so it's natural mm -hmm. uh, uh for them right yep. and when they do that they are glorifying yes. their creator when exactly. you do what you were created to do <laughs> mm -hmm. that in itself um, glorifies, uh, glorifies God. Oh, mm -hmm. And I, I love how, I also love how you said purpose is lifelong. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Yep. Like I said, you you dropped several mics over there. <laughs> <laughs> because like think about the people who retire, for example, and they say like their purpose is, for example, their job or whatever. And I'm just like, well, then how are you getting any fulfillment out of retirement if you're not able to do that job anymore? You know what I mean? Like, yes. If your purpose is just a a tick box, something that you can accomplish in a period of time, well, then you constantly are changing purpose. Mm. And changing purpose, then when your identity tells you what your purpose is, when your values guide you to what your purpose is, if you're constantly changing your purpose, you're constantly changing then aspects of who you are, of what you value, of what you believe. And it's like, no, your purpose is lifelong because your identity, what you value, your belief system should be lifelong if it's on the right things if it's based on honestly the biblical worldview but if if, like Mm -hmm. that's the right that's the foundation right Mm -hmm. and so then your purpose will never change because the bible doesn't ever change Mm. wow so it's just like it just really it really got me because I just saw like all these things that I'm trying to make my purpose. Like, I'm not going to have my son living with me forever. I'm not going to be the type of mom that I am with him right now. So am I going to feel like I don't have a purpose anymore when he leaves the house and he gets married and he has his own kids? Like, no, I'll still have a purpose. It's just the way I fulfill it through being a mom is going to look very different. Or I don't want to practice medicine forever I don't want to be a hundred still being a doctor and and all that stuff and like I know that and when I stop practicing medicine that my purpose hasn't finished that oh now I can say oh I've fulfilled my purpose and I'm done because I'm I'll never be done glorifying God if that's from what he's told me that's my purpose I'll never be done. And so that means that also takes a lot of pressure off of me to be like, oh my goodness, everybody trying to be like, I have to find the right job and I have to find the right place to live and I have to make the right relationships. And it's like, well, it's simple. Does it glorify him or not? Mm. And a ton of things can glorify the Lord. As long as you go to God, you you listen to him when you ask, hey, God, does this glorify you truly, wholeheartedly? Does this glorify you? And is this what you want me to do right now? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes there are things that glorify him, but it's not the time. Yes. It's not the time to do them. Yes. So it's like, as long as it's, he's saying, yep, it's the time. This good work is good for you. And it's a good time. Do it takes a lot of pressure off to be like, okay, well, now it doesn't seem like it's good for me or a good time anymore right now. And then you're not thinking, oh, well, did I get my purpose wrong? Then it's like, nope, he's moving you on to something else now. Like Mm. he's trugging you along to a different, the next step in the good plan that he has for you. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. You know, when you, when you first started out um, talking about your journey mm-hmm. and the revelation he gave you, the word that came to mind is liberating. 
Yes. And it oh, is. that's it's good. So mm-hmm. what you're describing, Liberating. you know, how you keep yeah. saying it takes the pressure off. Like, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. And, you know, what I love about what you're sharing, um, like I said, you're bringing such revelation, new revelation mm-hmm. to this topic. And what you're telling us and what you're enlightening us about is that with purpose, it's more than and it's it's deeper than things and people yep. and places and relationships. Yes. It's so much more. This week's podcast is sponsored by our confidence activation and strategy call, a show prerequisite to your purpose journey designed to activate your confidence on a deeper level, identify and address your primary limiting belief, provide strategy and tools needed to maintain your new level of confidence, and so much more. Be sure to check out the link in the show notes for more details and to schedule your call today. Oh, you just blowing me away right now. Okay. <laughs> And it's not to say this those so things good. are good, right? Like no, it's are. it's not to say that people and and job type uh, job positions and certain possessions and there's all more. that stuff aren't good. There's exactly, more. there's more. There's, there's a reason more. why God says, "Seek me first, mm. because mm. life is more than our relationships, what mm-hmm. we have, and mm-hmm. our experiences." Mm. That's a those you just those represent our life for sure. But Mm -hmm. God, God is the is the totality. He's the everything that you need. Mm. And once you have Him, everything falls into place. Oh yes, say that again, please. God is the totality of everything we need, and Mm. once we have Him, everything falls into place. Everything, everything. And you're you're sharing um, some really key points right now. I know a few moments ago mm-hmm. um, you were talking about, um, you know, just being, I'm going to paraphrase it, but just being in communication with him. Yes. Let, let, let him reveal to you, you know, your next steps, the yes. where, the where, the when, and the how, because he's all seeing and mm-hmm. all knowing. So for, if you believe in God, if you believe in the Bible, uh, the God of the Bible, um, yeah, he sees all, he knows all. So why not submit to that? And right. and, <laughs> and engage in that. I, I wanted exactly. to say take advantage of it, but I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, no, that, that's not, you know. I, I don't like that wording, but yeah, I love your available. word engage. Yeah. It, it's available mm-hmm. to you. Why would you try to figure it all out mm-hmm. when you can just go to your creator, your manufacturer, the one that mm-hmm. created you and say, um, yes, daddy God, I would like to know X, Y, Z. And one of my favorite scriptures is ask. Mm. and it shall be given seek and Mm -hmm. he shall find knock and the door will be open unto you but I I love that scripture that you shared Mm -hmm. about um seek ye first Mm -hmm. you know uh again you're dropping several mics and you're giving (laughs) like really awesome 
key points. And, um, you know, we ought to live a, a lifestyle of just being submitted and committed mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. God and yes. to be in communion with him, constant exactly communion. Mm-hmm. Because even if we get derailed slightly, if we are in uh, communication with him, he's going to let us know that. Oh, yeah. And so we want to just always be in a place of just, you know, I'm going to say to be sensitive, to be sensitive to his leading. And, you know, God speaks to us in so Mm -hmm. many different ways. Like there are just a ton of different ways that he can speak to us. But what I love about our heavenly father is that he doesn't leave us hanging amen right doesn't leave Mm -hmm. us hanging like it's his desire to to answer our questions Mm -hmm. it's his desire to 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 solve the mysteries what's a mystery to us exactly (laughs) right (laughs) it's his desire to solve those mysteries so you know for our listeners, what I want to encourage you to do on uh, the, your purpose journey is to be very intentional about being mm-hmm. sensitive to mm-hmm. what your creator is trying to reveal to you. I started to say that there's so many different ways that um, he can communicate with us. I know for me, one of the ways, yes, he can tell us, you know, directly mm-hmm. uh, speak to our spirits, you know, speak to our heart. Um, he can use prophetic voices, you know, yep. people around us. What what I love, you know, I mentioned earlier that social media gets a bad rap sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when he is speaking to me sometimes, he does it actually through social media. Like mm-hmm. I would see a phrase over and over within a short mm. span of time, like sometimes three days or a week, I would see the exact phrase over and over. Or if I'm listening to a live or something, it'll be a mix. Yeah, sometimes I'll right? see the phrase several times and I'm listening to a live and someone says the phrase. And so like after the second or third time, I'd be like, okay, I got the <laughs> message. <laughs> right. <laughs> so for, for me, and then I, I want you to tell me if, if you experience the same way or or if you mm-hmm. want to share one one way he speaks to you. But for me, the most recent thing has been trust the process. Mm. And th- which is a big one, you know, because you know, oh, yeah. I, I don't think we like being stretched and you know, nope. having to go through growing pains and stuff <laughs> like that. And you know, I, I was inquiring of my daddy God about certain things, and um, yeah, so I saw the phrase trust the process. Now, normally they're all spread out, I'll see it one day here, one day there, but with in a span of like five minutes, 
I saw the phrase, trust the process. And like two or three minutes later, I tapped into a live, someone that I follow and they're saying, trust the process. And then the following day, I see the phrase again. And then again, I was like, okay, daddy, this one here, you are really, really serious about it. And you want me to know? And I hear you mm-hmm. loud <laughs> Right? So does that happen uh, for you? Or is there a special way our daddy speaks to you? Yeah, it's it's so interesting. I think as my relationship with him has grown, mm-hmm. um, he has become clearer and clearer. Mm-hmm. Like I know for me, the first when I was younger, it would be dreams. Like, oh mm-hmm. my goodness, dreams yes. and not your pizza weird nightmarish <laughs> dreams. Like very clearly, this is God. There's no way this is anything else but God. I did not just recently read about this or watch a movie about it mm-hmm, or talk mm-hmm. about it. Like, this is just random God. Um, so he used to talk to me a lot through dreams. And then definitely he's spoken to me through uh, by people. I do find a lot of the time I'll be meditating on something mm-hmm. and then I'll see it um, places like either on TV, social media, someone might say it. And I'm like, Oh, that's a confirmation. Like, you know, we were actually talking last week, right? Yeah. And you mentioned something to me and I was like, Oh, well, God's been telling me this. (laughs) And this is just confirmation that this is God. Mm -hmm. But I think my, my sweetest, most treasured times is when I just hear the Lord. Like I, I hear his voice and his voice is very distinct. Oh my Mm -hmm. goodness. Like, and I know that's only come because I made the decision to number one, obey when I heard him. Mm -hmm. I was like, because I didn't obey him when I used to hear him. And so it would dull out my heart. And then Mm -hmm. I would hear him less and less. It's not like he stopped talking. It's just, I stopped listening through Mm -hmm. disobedience and When I decided last year during the pandemic, I was like, hey, no matter what, I'm just going to obey him when he's talking. Mm-hmm. It made me become very sensitive and more motivated to engage in listening to him when he's talking. And so now I feel like I just hear him all the time, like all That's through the day. Beautiful. Like even my That's son beautiful. wasn't feeling well today and I could hear him being like, you need to be patient. Mm-hmm. Remember, he's not feeling well. He's mm-hmm. just a child. You need to be patient. And trust me, that ain't me. I am not the most patient person. <laughs> I am a, I am a, what is it? What is strong-willed, hot-tempered, <laughs> quick-mouthed lady. No, and like, not oh, you. No. Oh, before I got married and had a child, you best believe. <laughs> I was, I was rough around the edges for sure. And through this, you know, like deepening my relationship with God. It's like, I could hear, I heard him telling me today. It's like, you need to be patient. You need to be patient with him. Put down your pride, your desire for him wanting to do things your way. He can't. He's just a little boy. Be patient with him. And I was like, wow. Okay, God, I, I hear you. I, I need to change what I'm doing. Like, those have been my sweetest times, just knowing like I can hear the Lord. Yeah. Yes. I even laugh when he scolds me. His scolding is so funny. Oh, really? It's, it's so down to earth when he scolds me. He's like, 
he'll be like, now, how are you going to do that? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) He'll be like, now, why are you going to think that's right? (laughs) Like, (laughs) he'll just be blunt. I I think God talks to us the way we need to be spoken. Yes. He meets us where we are. We are exactly. And he knows me. I need it straight. (laughs) Don't come at me trying to be like, oh, you know, beat around the bush. Like, I need you to just tell it to me straight up. And that's how God talks to me. You know, when I was younger, I needed it to be very soft, to be like gentle, lots of talking and encouraging. And that's how he used to do it. And now I'm like, I don't need that. Like he, he knows I'm ready to just hear it from him and go. And I know this podcast uh, episode is not even about hearing from God right now, but I know just like but I'm she, sure someone needs to hear that. Yes, <laughs> but it's connected. It's intertwined mm-hmm. with your purpose because yes. that relationship, that exactly. connection, that exactly. communion, like mm-hmm. it, you, you need to be connected to the source. Oh, yeah. and so being able to hear. His voice, like mm-hmm. it, it, it's very, it, it has a lot to do with purpose. Okay. So you're right. You're right. Let me, let me retract that statement. <laughs> you need to hear from God to know your purpose. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because, you know, we, I believe we are so, you know, the scripture that says we're, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Like mm. we are, I, I love to say we are each a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. A masterpiece is valuable. A masterpiece yes. is one of a kind. And so how are you going to know your value? How are you going to know what sets you apart? Mm-hmm. Your creator reveals mm-hmm. that to you. Amen. How does he reveal that to you? You've got to be able to hear him oh, when yes. he is speaking to you. So yes, mm-hmm. girl, they are mm-hmm. intertwined. <laughs> They are fully connected. Amen. And no, this is not the normal conversation regarding purpose, mm-hmm. but that's what that's the beauty of it. This, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this perspective, I love it, V. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Any mm-hmm. closing remarks for our listeners today? I think one thing. I want to let people know, because this is something I dealt with too, just like a quick kind of side note Mm -hmm. and something I've been really studying recently that I'll be diving deeper more for myself is just to remind ourselves if it, so like you said, I was, I was miserable in trying to make certain things my purpose when they weren't. Mm -hmm. The other thing to know though is those it was a good work though medicine mm-hmm. being a mom being a wife like i had those breakdowns and those things because i was trying to make them my purpose when they weren't but people can still even if they do realize you know this is my purpose glorify god if we're not careful and we let sin come in if we start to believe the lies of the enemy yes. and if we don't regularly, consistently, committedly engage with God, Mm -hmm. we're going to turn good works into a nightmare. Mm -hmm. And that's something I realized because my, like my profession being a doctor, it's, it's what God wants me to do. 
It's a mm-hmm. good thing. But I was turning it, once I figured out what my purpose was, I still messed it up by still putting too much focus on it. Mm-hmm. Still, you know, not prioritizing right. Not having, there were, there was a moment in residency where I wasn't as close with God because I was like, oh, I got to do this and I got to do this with this medicine and I got to do blah, blah, blah. And it was starting to turn it into something negative again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I know this is something good. Mm-hmm. I know God wants to use this in my life to glorify him. Mm-hmm. So what am I doing or what is Satan trying to do or what's just going on with other people that they're trying to make this a bad, bad thing in my life? When I saw, and I, and I want to really encourage people to take a, take a second. And just because something isn't working the way you thought it would, doesn't mean it's not what you should be doing. Mm. Or if something's going wrong, Look to see how is the enemy coming against it? Because you know the enemy just wants to steal, kill, and destroy. So if if something's going wrong, it might not be because it's not what God wants you to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I think a lot of time we think, oh, it's it's not working. Okay, God doesn't want me in it. And it's like, well, think about Abraham. You know, he he was doing his thing with Sarah, trying to have this child. He knew God <laughs> promised him, you won't have a child. Yeah, It's going to happen. But it wasn't working. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It didn't work until the set time that God had for when Sarah, too, she came and she and she, she did her thing. She respected her husband. Like, I, I could go into it. But it was a set time that mm-hmm. God had for it. And when that time came, bam, it happened. Yeah. So... I think that would be just my my one little side note thing because mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time we give up too quickly mm-hmm. when we come against struggles and challenges and when it's not going our way. That's but good. there is a way and I want it to be the way, Jesus's way, God's mm-hmm. way. Amen. And just because it's not going the way I thought it would happen doesn't mean that it's wrong mm-hmm. and I shouldn't be doing it. So some somebody, some people might be hearing this and be like, hey, wait, what? And I want you to be like, hey, what? Because I want you to understand the only way you're going to know whether or not God's calling you to move on to another good work or to be like, no, stick it through, stand your ground, fight this battle. Or, oh, there's a sin that you're doing. You need to get rid of it is by constantly going to him as we've been talking about to hear him. Go to him and hear him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That communication. Yeah. Before we just be like, okay, no, this isn't it. And it's time to move on. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. I hope that wasn't too much oh, of it. No, I love it. I love it because um, this is something that I had to walk through as well. Mm. Opposition mm. doesn't mean that you're you're doing the wrong thing or going the exactly. wrong way. It doesn't always yeah. mean that. Mm-hmm. And and so that's where that sensitivity piece comes in again. That we were talking about staying in mm-hmm. communion and and communication with God because there are some times when it's time to call it quits, and then there are other times that opposition is all about. That's a sign that you're on the right track, mm-hmm. and the enemy is just trying to, um, yeah, derail you. 
mm-hmm. or give you that that pushback. So, right. you know, I, I don't. I, I I used to say to myself or think, you know, when when I had um, opposition and and I learned I matured and I, and I learned mm. that it does like I say it doesn't always equal that you're doing the wrong thing or you're in the wrong mm-hmm. place. But I was like, man, where did that, where did that come from? The thought mm. that if things are not going right, right means you're in the wrong. Like who, who said that everything should be easy or that it's going to be easy? You. I'm like, where Thank did I you. get that from? Where did I? Let me clap at that. <laughs> where did that thought came, that thought or idea, like, mm-hmm. wh- why, why was I always thinking it was supposed to be Easy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like think no. it actually as you were but I love how you you use the word opposition because so many people in the Bible came up. Think about David. He yes. was anointed as a teenager, and yet Saul was coming for his life. The good work he was supposed to do was be a king, and Saul was against him. Oh my goodness. Oh, think yes. about Joseph. Who mm. God showed him, like, Come look, this now. is what you're gonna have. And then his brothers were like, nah. And they tried to destroy it. And every time he got ahead, you know, in Potiphar's house, Potiphar's wife comes against him, you know. And like, think about or think about the other example that just came into my head, Jonah. Mm. Jonah, that opposition in the boat, that came because he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. God told him go one way. And he went the other way, right? So yeah, Mm -hmm. you're going to get opposition if you're doing things your way and not God's way. But like, not all the time is that opposition because you're doing something wrong. We got Abraham, we got Noah. Oh my goodness, people laughed at him. (laughs) You know, society will make us try to think that we're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. When it's like, nope, I know what Mm -hmm. I heard from God and Mm -hmm. I don't care what people say, I'm going to do it. Mm, so, so good, we so good, we. Mm. <laughs> Let me stop wow. before I preach. <laughs> oh my goodness! What an awesome conversation. Tell yes. our listeners um, where they can find you, where they can learn more about you. If you want to give them yeah. just a, a a brief summary of what you do, or but yeah, oh, let let you. let them know how they can um, find you. Yeah, so I'm V, and a couple of places you can find me. I have a blog, uh, www.completelyv, so V-E-E, dot com. I'm also at in, on Instagram, at completelyv, um, which is V-E-E as well. And I'm hoping to start a podcast too. Like, Marlene, you've inspired me. I've been listening to some of your stuff. I'm just like, oh, you know, yeah. I enjoy, I totally enjoy coming on and talking. So one day, hopefully by the yes, end Lord. of this summer, yes, I'm going to get that podcast coming out. Um, but yeah, it's like, I'm just really, I'm all about from that moment of June 2019, when God wrapped my head around what my purpose is, um, I'm all about helping people live a complete life mm. and live authentically as their truest self. And when I say true self, I mean what the Bible says of who you are, which mm. is a child of God made mm. in the likeness and image of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so I'm all about helping people understand what they believe, why they believe, what they should believe, 
what they should value, and then making sure their identity and every aspect of their life lines up with that belief. And that belief that I talk about is the biblical Christian worldview. You ain't going to get anything else from me. (laughs) This is how I live my life. And, um, you know, the proof is in the pudding. And my life is good because of the Bible and because Mm of the fact that I'm following what the word of God says, because Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And the only way we get that is by seeking first the kingdom of God. And so I'm all about trying to help people realize that and then seek God um, Mm. in every aspect of their lives. So that's a little bit about me. So you you do one-on-one sessions then? Yes. Yeah. So I just started doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. So you can reach out to me through my blog, through my Instagram. You can email me at info at completelyv.com and the V is V-E-E as well. Um, And we can start doing one-on-one sessions. I love to do, I, I tell people, you know, I do it for like a year. I think building a really good relationship, um, having these sessions once a month and building a great relationship over a year is Mm -hmm. really key. But some people, they don't want to do the year. They just want a few sessions. Some people want longer. You Mm -hmm. know, it's all as the spirit leads. Um, But yeah, one-on-one sessions. I love that. And I also have an ebook as well that you can get from my blog as well called Completely You. So if you don't want to do one-on-one sessions with me, but you want to get started on this, it's on my blog as well that people can get as well. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking time out of that extremely big schedule you you have. Thank you for thank dropping. You for having me. <laughs> yes, thank you for dropping the ton of mics that you dropped on us today, <laughs> all the way Thanks over there in Canada. <laughs> and I just, I um, oh, I'm just in awe of uh, this awesome conversation. Thank you so much for uh, the thank revelation you. that mm-hmm. um, in this new perspective that you brought to us regarding the topic of purpose. I love you so much, my sister. Thank you, sis. I love you too. And I've just so enjoyed like talking to you, get to know you. Everybody, you're listening to this, please continue to listen to Marlene and the podcast series like this season four. I know it is bomb and I'm so excited for what God is using me to do, sis. Like you are doing amazing things for his kingdom. And so I'm so excited to see the impact to reach how you are just making disciples of the nations in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Oh, you just blessed the confidence becomes her <laughs> podcast. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome.